This is the Epilogue audio experience. So, you know, how a 10-year-old talks and how a 13-year-old talks is very different. Um, a 10-year-old typically would be like, oh, I was crying, then I talked to this penguin, it cheered me up, I'm feeling happier. Um, that doesn't mean that it's any less important that the 10-year-old learns positive coping techniques with their um, anger, their, uh, you know, learns how to uh, be able to manage their negative emotions and accept them. Just for a 10-year-old to be told, even by their parents, that it's okay to be anxious, it's okay to be angry, rather than don't be angry, is critical to their lifelong mental health. Just just saying that it's okay to talk about what you're feeling, even if it's a negative feeling, you don't have to put on a positive smile. We learn that very early in our life, that you're too young to be talking about um, your, you know, your feelings. You're never too young to be talking about your feelings. We need to get the youngest age possible to be talking about their feelings. And they do. Mm. And we have to stop telling them that, you know, kids don't do this. Uh, mm. at, at 13, you're already going through a huge transition. So two thirds of mental illnesses start between the age of 13 and 24. Um, that is, you know, your time when you're forming yourself, you're transitioning your identity, um, you're finding both your sexual identity, your identity in the world, um, you, you're hitting puberty, everything is confusing. Uh, your parents who you trusted are no longer people you trust to have these conversations with. Your peers who know nothing are the people that you trust and they might be leading you into any direction. So, um, I think adolescents are the age that actually need intervention, this early intervention, because by the time somebody's, you know, 25, they've already built the bad habits. They've already built the addictions. They've already found their coping mechanisms. Um, if you can get in early and put in the ability for a person to a learn to listen empathetically. So as a friend, in fact, um, in talking to Wiser, a lot of young people and in fact, NHS started adopting us for their adolescent service because they said, this is the only thing they work, that works. Why? Because adolescents that they had either in therapy or were on the wait list for therapy, they wanted to talk about what they were feeling and they were very used to texting. So they would just text and Wiser would text back. But what Wiser would text back was exactly the techniques the therapist wanted them to learn, how to control the controllables, how to not blame other people, but understand what they can do, how to, uh, how to be able to feel more in control of their life, how to manage their emotions, how to accept their emotions, how to be okay with them. These are the things that we can build in our young populations. That's how to solve for mental health. So I would never say that somebody's too young to learn how to manage their own mental health. And by the way, they have to manage their own mental health. Any illusion you might have that you can solve anything for anybody as far as mental health is concerned is exactly that. Is it, a, it is an illusion of control. Hey, hope you like this episode. And if you feel that you have become more insightful in the last few minutes and want to receive more episodes like this, make sure you subscribe to Insightful in 3 Minutes podcast on Epilogue Media website or wherever you get your podcast from. Remember, wisdom grows when you share. So be a good netizen and share this episode in your network. Also, this episode has been clipped from the larger episodes on EP Log Network. You can catch the complete episode with the link in the description.